The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. Well, today I'm very honored. I have two special guests, two folks that I know that are in my community that are doing amazing work. And their company is called Arts and Celebration, and that's what they do. They work with family, they have children's programs, they do Reiki, they do all kinds of festivals and events. And I'm going to tell you about each of them. It's Christopher Carbone and Catherine Carbone. Christopher Carbone is a musician, he's a storyteller, he's a teaching artist, a yoga meditation instructor, a holistic health counselor, and known for bringing a positive and gentle spirit into his work with all ages and all abilities. And his wife, Catherine is a body-oriented, expressive arts facilitator. She's been called the modern-day movement shaman for her skills in connecting with transpersonal and archetypal energies, as well as healing and transformational forces. She is a yoga and meditation teacher, spiritual dancer, visual artist, energy healer, Reiki master, who's been working in the field of movement and energy since 1992. And she's a creator of Mystical Moves, which is an integrative expressive arts and yoga modality based in self-discovery. And so these two wonderful people have come together, and they work together, and they work on their own as well. Catherine with Christopher is co-founder and president of Moments Arts Center, a nonprofit organization based in Newport, Rhode Island, dedicated to bringing creative and healing arts programs to the community. Welcome, Christopher and Catherine. Hello, Hello, Patricia. It is so wonderful to be with you on your program this afternoon. Thank you so much for inviting us. Yes, Patricia, we're delighted to be here. Yeah, and I'm glad I could have you both on for the whole hour because I think there's so much here. My question is, you know, I know you're a married couple and you work together, which I think is so wonderful. How did you create this together? Were you married when you created it? Did you kind of meet each other and do this together and then get married? Give us the backstory. (laughs) Okay, great. Well, I'm going to have Christopher tell a little bit about our story. Sure. Well, the joy of it for us is that we actually met doing this kind of work when we were living in New York City. Oh. So we already had a strong connection through the arts and community while we were living there. We happened to be involved in a variety of different community projects. One of them was to celebrate the community gardens of New York City, in particular the Lower East Side of Manhattan where we lived at that time. Oh, I didn't know any of this, and I know you both. I didn't know this. How interesting. Mm -hmm. So So then when you got together, you decided... To create this, or did it come after you were after you were married? 
Right. So after we were married, we stayed in New York for another year or so, and then we came back to Rhode Island. I have family here in Rhode Island, and when we settled in Rhode Island, we decided we wanted to share our love of the arts and Mm. uh, yoga and healing with our community. So we created Arts in Celebration. Mm, That's wonderful. And you have a lot of different programs. I mean, there's many programs here. You have performance programs. And Christopher, I'd like you to talk about that, the child programs you do with the song and story celebrations. Talk about that, particularly for young people. Sure, and that, I'll go back to to the origin of this as well to answer both questions again. You know, looking at where we were in New York City, in this thriving arts community in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, when we were contemplating moving to Rhode Island, we said, well, if we're going to be making the big leap, which felt like a big leap at that time, to come to Rhode Island, we wanted to sprinkle as many seeds as possible at that time for the joy of the arts and for holistic wellness that, that we were very interested in sharing with our communities. So the decision was to bring as many of our interests into this kind of package that we call arts in celebration. Mm-hmm. And the area of performance really grew from my love in theater and the performing arts. I had been mm-hmm. involved all my adult life in the performing arts back in New York City, doing my training there and working in a variety of both experimental theater and performance and well as community-based theater and performance. And one of the projects that I was involved in in New York City that really uh, resonated with my heart and has stayed with me since is the art of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Storytelling was an art form that I discovered that could bring together so many interests, right? The, the, the writer in me the performer in me, the musician in me. And to bring it together for family audiences, I found a a real love for working with families, especially families with young children. Mm. It was a real natural fit coming to Rhode Island to begin bringing that work both as an educator and as a performer to share both storytelling and music and music education in a variety of venues yeah, around. And I think what's so interesting, if you look at storytelling now, it's really expanded beyond the arts where we look at business. Look at the TED Talks. That's all yes. about storytelling. It's become yes. a big, you know, and people will tell you in business, well, if you really want to sell or you really want to, you know, make your work or your business grow, you have to be a good storyteller. Right, exactly. It's, it's in human nature to want to tell stories and to listen to stories. We learn from stories. We grow from stories. We evolve through stories. So stories are really fundamental to who we are and how we create our identities and form our lives. It's Mm -hmm. about the stories we tell each other and the stories we tell ourselves. Now, do you both do this together, the storytelling part? Do you come together and create stories for children, or do you do it separately? So some of, the, uh, some of the events that we'll call story and song celebrations or musical mm. celebrations, uh, some of them we'll do together where Catherine will bring her love of movement to celebrate with the families. Many mm. of the programs for children and young families, are, are that's more of my area of interest currently, although Catherine has a very strong background in that um, as well. But her, I, and I do enjoy coming and 
and helping with you know with yeah. the yeah. movement for the children and uh, and uh, passing out mm. instruments and being with the audience and helping the whole yeah. audience to engage with what Christopher's doing with his storytelling mm. and his music. So, uh, but really. he's the primary storyteller and mm-hmm. musician in the family. Yeah. Both of you, but Christopher, what kind of changes have you seen in working with children after they're exposed to storytelling, just in their own you know, personal growth? What have you seen? I love that kind of question because it, it brings to mind these faces of children that are now you know, teenagers and going off to college. And I'll expand it from just the storytelling to the storytelling and music programs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so many children and families come back to me years later, and that's really where I can see, see it. In the moment, what mm. I see is the joy and the excitement of children. And it's hard to know as an educator and as a performer just how they're touched maybe right. until the of next course. two, three, four, five years, right? right. So I yes. love seeing uh, children who are now uh, teenager, teenagers, high school students who are carrying on their love of music or their love of theater mm. and they're in their own work. So they're playing in the band. They're singing in the chorus. They are uh, performing in the plays with, with a great enjoyment. And mm. not only are we building this enthusiasm, but what we're seeing is we're building these early skills with young people yeah. so that it becomes a natural part of their life so mm-hmm. that they can um, just very naturally step into these kind of expressive activities to be much more whole as human beings. So we need, we need to start young. You think that's very important, should, that parents oh. should have their children start these kinds of things young. Oh, oh. yes. Oh, completely, completely. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't even wonder about that in terms of language development, you know, even though right. babies can't speak, but we speak to babies all the time because we want them to learn. We want them to hear the language. We want them to be infused with the language. So the same thing happens with any of the creative arts with the music. Uh, Christopher can speak more to the music piece, but for movement and dance, we want to see young people moving and dancing. That's when they get a great foundation for skills that they can build on mm-hmm. later in their lives. Yeah, and you so have you something, Catherine, called mystical moving meditations. Mm-hmm. Where you you know where so the music is part of that as well, and they're doing chant, chanting right and dance moving and visual arts, all of that at the same time. Yes, exactly. And those programs that I teach with the mystical moves and movement meditation, those are geared more toward adults for okay. their self discovery and development. Um, and they tend to be very meditative classes, uh, and they're very uh, relaxing as well as releasing. I think there's been tremendous amount of growth and insight that my students have gained from being involved with the meditative movement and the mystical moves classes and programs. Right. Yeah. right. And so, Christopher, your work is different in that it's, it's more with children and more the storytelling aspect, correct? Well, you know, you are noticing that when it comes to working with children, that is an area that, that I'll focus on more than Catherine. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say that we both really enjoy working with adults. So the storytelling and performance um, work tends to be more for families, and that's something that I've been committed to pretty much all my adult life and will continue to work for the foreseeable future with families and with children. 
Um, but in addition, I've also really enjoyed having another part of my life. Um, for me and for Catherine, we, we enjoy having a variety of, of outlets <laughs> for our own interests. I guess you could say we're Renaissance people in that. Yes. We have a variety of interests and we have a variety of outlets and we like to work with people across the whole lifespan from young children to up into the elderly populations. Yeah. We both yes, have an experience with, with many different uh, populations. And, for instance, I've even worked uh, with women with prenatal yoga, so we're, we're catching them even before they're born to be exposed to some of these yeah. practices. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about these programs. We'll okay. talk about the prenatal program. We'll talk about the yoga. We'll talk about the expressive arts and the Reiki and healing. I mean, there's so much. Your, your work has such depth and breadth. So my guests for the whole hour are Catherine and Christopher Carbone, and they are the owners of Arts and Celebration. You can log on to Arts hyphen in hyphen celebration.com and you're listening to the Patricia Raskin show and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on voiceamerica.com we'll be right back streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com you count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. On the morning of August 5th, 1962, the world awoke to the shocking news that Marilyn Monroe, one of the biggest icons in Hollywood history, had been found dead. What really happened that night? Join Nina Bosky as she seeks to uncover both the life and tragic death of Marilyn Monroe and what keeps her so popular over 50 years later. Good Night Marilyn Radio, live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show 
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And my guests for the whole hour, and I'm delighted about this, are Catherine and Christopher Carbone. Their company is Arts in Celebration, and you can log on to arts-in-celebration.com. And they are both... Oh, musicians, storytellers, yoga meditation instructors, counselors, uh, Catherine does Reiki, they're, they're, they just do so many things together and also separately, and they're really about bringing arts to families, old and young, of all ages. Welcome back, Catherine and Christopher. Thank you, all right. Christopher, for having us. All right, that's great. So let's talk about the yoga. Let's talk about what you do. Now, yoga has become an explosion. I, rem- I remember when I took it 15, 20 years ago, and it was, you know, a little odd. And now it's like a household word. It's become very popular. And yoga, of course, you know, you can have the gentle, beautiful yoga, like you talked about. Then there's that strenuous kind of athletic yoga. So there's so many. Talk about uh, what you do with yoga, how you both work together, and kind of your philosophy around it. Well, our approach to yoga is really to take a holistic, integrative approach. So we're looking at the body, the mind, and the spirit of all of our students. And we want the yoga to be a vehicle for helping each student find wholeness and balance within themselves and within their lives. So our yoga tends to be a gentle physical practice, and we focus a lot on attention to the breath and mindfulness and always really being very attentive to taking care of the body and the mind and, and approaching the practice with friendliness rather than a, a fierce, competitive, uh, athletic, super rigorous kind of practice. So we, we really take a gentle and very mindful approach to our yoga practice. And, yeah. and it helps that it helps many of our students may feel that um, before they've come to a class with us, they might have thought, oh, I can't do yoga. I'm not, I'm not something. I'm not physically fit or I'm not strong enough or, oh, my knee hurts or I have a bad back. But we, we find a way to work with everyone that comes to us in our class. Mm. And Christopher, your comments about this. Yeah, so I'll echo what Catherine has said. And, and the, the idea of befriending our bodies is so important because it extends beyond the yoga class. And when Catherine uses that term of being friendly with our bodies, it really can permeate our whole lives when we begin to approach our bodies and our minds and our spirit in that way with greater compassion. And we find Mm -hmm. that this kind of approach uh, can be a benefit for people, not just during their yoga class, but during their daily life when they are um, considering how to... Uh, live each day. And, and we'd like to, imp- and exactly as Christopher said, we'd like to empower our students to take their yoga off the mat and take the practices into their lives. Yeah, yeah which is, and how have you, and my question about the yoga is, what are your students coming back and telling you? You know, there's so much stress. I, I hear this constantly. Mm. People are multitasking. They're really stressed. They, they can't relax. What kind of feedback are you getting after people regularly come to your yoga classes? 
Well, the feedback is usually that they feel much more relaxed and calmer in their lives. They find that they notice the moments they're becoming stressed, and then they take some of their off-the-mat yoga practices, such as the breath awareness or maybe some gentle movements of the spine or some gentle joint releases, and it brings them back to the present moment where they can know that they are, in fact, whole and okay and all those things that were bothering them and rattling their minds and making them feel stressful kind of start to uh, shift and uh, I'd say they dissolve a little bit and they go to the periphery of their experience and they can come home into this centered place where, where they feel yeah. calm and peaceful. So. Christopher, do you have anything to add to that about kind of results in our stress-filled culture? Yes, it's such a great point about how stress-filled people's lives can be right now. And I think to add to what Catherine has said and everything she suggested is also about mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So people report the benefits of this enhanced mindfulness during the yoga practice is that they'll experience life more fully. It's easier to appreciate the joys of life Mm -hmm. and not get so caught up in all of the everyday stressors that come mm-hmm. about. Because the reality is, stress, stressors are going to exist in people's lives. And mm-hmm. the yoga may or may not change those external conditions. But what we do have the opportunity to do is to change the way we respond yeah. to those stressors, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and yoga practice, what, what we love about it, and what our students really notice, is that because we're infusing the mindfulness with the gentle yoga, we're giving an opportunity, regardless of how physical, how one's physical abilities may be, to engage with this witness consciousness, this chance mm-hmm. to really observe their yeah. responses to life. And yeah. to go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want to. I want to ask you about that because I think one of the things that I have struggled with, and I know I'm not alone, is that monkey mind. Where you know mm-hmm. it just keeps just keeps going on and on and it won't leave you alone. It's relentless, and yeah. you know and and I and I know that the kind of practices you can do in yoga, particularly the meditative practices, can really help you with that. But I think it's a problem for a lot of people. So yeah. talk about that. Yes, exactly. It is because that's the nature of the mind. The mind wants to wander off here and there and think about lots of different things. And that's a wonderful quality of the mind. But when it goes overboard in thinking yeah. about this and that and this and that and, and uh, never gives us a break, that's right. when we get stressed right. out, you know. So it's when the mind goes into overdrive. And when the mind goes into overdrive, it really needs a simple, straightforward task to attend to. And one of those tasks that we can give it is to focus on the breath and the sensations in the body. So, for instance, Mm -hmm. we may invite a student or a client to begin to deepen their breath and really feel the fullness of the breath coming from the inside, filling the whole body with breath, and then sound the breath out with a little sigh. And then to continue breathing nice and deep and sound the breath out with a sigh. And that gives the mind a place to settle. And as it focuses in on that, all that... that, um, 
chitter-chatter and the monkey mind starts to soften a little bit. But the mind mm-hmm. definitely needs a task to do. So we give it these tasks, these, these places to focus its attention. And that's what helps to, um, to calm the mind. And also physiologically, the deeper breath physiologically calm the nervous system, slows mm-hmm. the heart rate down, lowers and balances the blood pressure. So this, by simply doing these practices, these physical practices, we can enhance our emotional attunement mm-hmm. and calm ourselves down. So yeah, we like to give our clients and our students real tools that they can use in their daily yeah. life and things that are simple. One of the things we like is uh, what we call the three-breath break. You know, just taking three deep, full breaths. Mm. Wow. You know? You can make all the difference. And, right. And, and the other thing to point out, too, is that if you don't handle your stress, that's when you get sick. That's exactly. when you get. I mean, and, you know, whether it's the back pain or the stomach pain or the indigestion, I mean, these, a lot of these things are caused by stress. Oh, completely. Many of, our, many of our current health problems are stress-related, from hypertension, high blood pressure, to heart disease. And some, some people even hypothesize that many cancers are stress-related, too, mm-hmm. or at least exacerbated by, by yeah. stress. So yeah. it's, it's, a, um, it's really an epidemic of stress that we have in contemporary society. So being able to use these yogic-based tools to relieve stress is, is a great gift, and we love sharing that with our clients and our students. All right, let's talk a little bit before the break about another part of your program, which is arts and self-discovery, and then we'll talk about it more after the break. Christopher, uh, tell us about, uh, you know, what the kinds of tools that you use when you do the arts and self-discovery. Oh, you know, it's a wonderful transition because everything we're doing is really grounded in our approach to yoga as well. So everything we just shared about yoga and mindfulness also applies to our approach to the arts-based work for healing and transformation. So, for example, what Catherine so eloquently described how the mind can be uh, in need of something to focus on, right? And so the arts are a really wonderful channel for that. And it's, it's, a, it's an, a resource that people have tapped into for millennia, the human species has, has been drawn to creating, to making music, to singing, to dancing, to painting. And it is something that is now being recognized for what many of the ancient traditions have called art is a healing force. Mm. And if we look to art as, as the next wave for where we can bring healing work, where we can bring mindfulness work, where we can focus our mind and our hearts, it, it's such an, a resource for individuals and for groups to carry through people's entire lives. Mm-hmm. So some of the Catherine? specifics. Yeah. So important. Catherine, what, tell us a little more about this and, and how, what are some of the things that you'll do? What are some of the activities around this? Okay, so... For instance, in uh, a very simple expressive arts um, exercise, what we could do is 
tune in to, say we have a little ache or pain in the shoulder, we could tune in to that sensation of the shoulder with our breath and our awareness, breathe, imagine we can send our breath right to that little ache or pain in the shoulder, and as we tune in to the body, to the physical sensation, we can ask the body if there's any particular color or shape or form that mm. seems to come out, be connected with this ache or pain. So in this example, I'll say maybe this shoulder pain is kind of a red, sharp, jagged kind of image. And so I tune into that, and then I could ask for that image. I could release that image to a piece of paper if I like, or I could just hold the image in my mind and ask the image, well, what, what would make this image feel um, soothed? or uh, more relaxed, and perhaps in this case it would be mm, maybe a flow of yellow color coming down over over this red jagged image and, and starting to melt the colors together. And that could be an example of how we would use imagery along with our breath awareness and our sensation of our bodies in order to relieve a a sensation of discomfort or pain. And amazingly, after we do this series of images, we'll find that, oh, that shoulder pain maybe isn't quite as strong as it was when when we started. So that's a very specific kind of exercise. Yes, excellent. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the expressive arts and what both Catherine and Christopher do, and then we'll also talk about Reiki, which is is another modality of work that that Catherine does. I'm talking with Catherine and Christopher Carbone, and they are the owners of Arts in Celebration, and it's arts-in-celebration.com. And they are both um, storytellers and musicians and holistic health counselors. And Catherine does Reiki and movement and yoga. And Christopher does a lot of the music and the musician part. They work together. They work separately. But they have this beautiful this beautiful company or this beautiful organization called Arts and Celebration. And so they just celebrate life. And they help other people do that, too. What a beautiful thing. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor, 
Deb tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Do you love to travel? Now, that's a silly question, isn't it? Who doesn't love to travel? Join Lindsay T. Boyd, a.k.a. the Dreamweaver, for Travel Time. A professional travel agent, Lindsay will spotlight the world of travel. From maps and other travel tools to make your trips easier, to your rights as a passenger, to different aspects of travel, such as sports, faith, or experiential vacations. Travel Time with Lindsay T. Boyd, Dreamweaver, airs live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, so excited to have for the whole hour Christopher and Catherine Carbone. And their company is Arts and Celebration, and it's arts-in-celebration.com. And they do many things, from storytelling to yoga meditation to Reiki to expressive arts to wonderful classes. And they're a husband and wife team. They do things together, and they also do things separately. And we're talking now in a lot of the work they do, again, whether it's yoga or Reiki or expressive arts or storytelling, which is more Christopher's side and Catherine's more the Reiki and the yoga. They, they do a lot together as well, and it, it's really wonderful. They're based in Newport, Rhode Island, and they uh, came from New York City. And so let me ask you both, welcome back, both of you. Let me ask you, do most people who come to you then are local? Or I know Newport is such a global destination. You know, I mean, we, we see it on television nationally. Do people ever come to you when they're on vacation from all, you know, from all over? I'm, I'm wondering about that. Yes. You know, you're right in that Newport is this magnet. It's a, a real holistic magnet. So we get people who are traveling here as well as people who may be moving here for the beauty of the natural surroundings and the culture. Um, and when it comes to local students and local clients, you're right. We will get people who are here for shorter terms or people who are here for you know, many years. Um, in addition to our regular work with uh, more local community members, we also do workshops and training modules that do draw people from a wider radius. And we find that that's really joyful, too, because we're able to imagine this work going out into the world and really spreading the ripple effect out into many other communities. That, that's just so valuable. Catherine, do you have something you want to add to that? Oh, I just, I, I think Christopher covered that pretty well. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Let's move on a little bit now to the Reiki part. Explain, I know that's your area, Catherine. Explain what Reiki is and what it does. Okay, so Reiki is the universal life force, 
energy, and that's flowing through all of us. And Reiki is a particular modality where we're calling on that universal life force energy for the purpose of healing, the purpose of bringing a sense of wholeness and uh, a sense of insight and inspiration and also a sense of relaxation to the clients. And when I'm working with folks with Reiki, I also draw on a lot of my other experience as well. But the basic Reiki is that we're calling on the universal life force energy for healing and for relaxation. And a session will be where the hands are slightly away from the client's body or resting lightly on the client's body, and they're fully clothed. The energy moves through whatever it needs to move through in terms of distance or clothing. And the energy is said to have a wisdom of its own, and it goes wherever it's needed in the body to bring Mm. healing and transformation and a sense of wholeness and peace and calm to the client. So for most of my clients, during a session, they'll become very, very relaxed, and uh, there's a sense of soothing and calmness. And, and then and that you can feel their, their energy, right? Their you can feel you can feel their energy as you're working right. with them. Now, you can feel what's going on in their body. Exactly. So when I say I draw on other modalities that I'm familiar with, I draw on my yoga practice. So I can often sense the the wheels of energy called the chakras that are along the person's spine, <clears throat> and I can sense those energy patterns within the person. Sometimes I can uh, sense uh, I have a very uh, wide uh, intuitive capacity, so I sometimes will sense imagery or memories or even spiritual Mm. guides or companions to a person that's coming in for a Reiki session. It really depends on what the person needs in that moment. Uh, Mm. I become... Uh, very like receptive in a way. to the positive yeah. energy that's flowing through the Reiki. And I really trust that what we need to know will come through in the moment. And, mm-hmm. and with many of my sessions, uh, I will also see particular yoga practices or breath practices or uh, posture flows that might be helpful for a person, particularly if they're feeling a physical condition that's been bothering them, back aches or uh, knee problems, hip problems, um, uh, shoulder, tight shoulders. There's a range of yoga practices that may come up, too, that could help them afterwards. So I really draw from my yoga practice as well when I'm doing a Reiki Reiki Mm. session. Christopher, do you work with people one-on-one? I know it's a different modality, but do you work with people individually or do you do more classes? You know, these days, my work is primarily in groups, although I have Mm -hmm. worked one-on-one. My interest is in working with groups right now, also because of my scheduling. Um, Part of my work happens in the local community, and uh, groups are a nice way to involve as many people as possible. Um, In addition, I teach classes at Salve Regina University in the expressive arts. So we're involved in bringing a lot of different modalities to people as part of those training, those training workshops for right. people and classes. Right. right. And, and for those um, people going into this kind of field. Exactly. So 
when, I guess to respond to your question about individuals and groups, whether it's um, in the expressive arts or other mindfulness-based practices, working in groups gives me the opportunity to really reach a broad spectrum of individuals yeah. And, yeah. and in training them, whether it's um, classes and workshops at, at Salve or for example, when we're doing Reiki, Catherine and I will lead Reiki training workshops here through our, through our um, organization here. And those groups of people also really learn from each other. They're, they're bringing their own life wisdom and their own life experience to participate together. And that's one of the benefits of the group work. That sounds wonderful. I know also we had talked about off air that you have a CD. Now, that CD is more for yoga, but tell us about that. And you created that, Christopher. Oh, sure. You know, CDs and recording is something that um, has always been an interest of mine in finding ways to bring these messages to people and make it accessible, right? So one of them, the project you're talking about, is the Namaste CD. By now, my goodness, it's, it was over oh, 10 years, yeah, <laughs> yeah. about 10 years old, yeah. 2005, so 11 yeah. years old. So, but that's an example of the kind of work of bringing together so many interests to help make life a little bit more joyful and more uh, filled with wellness opportunities. So, Namaste was about creating a musical support for children's yoga classes. At the time, there were very few out there, um, so I created it for the groups that I was leading, and now it's, it's a whole movement um, of people working with more musical approaches to yoga. But for me, it really captured a couple of things that happen, whether it's with children or with adults. My love of the importance of positive messages, right? So creating mm. songs that are what I like to call affirmation songs. They work for children, but they also work for adults. You know, when we use a song with a melody that's easily, easily sung and repetitive, it's like the power of a chant where you're, you're singing it over and over again, and the message of the song begins to really permeate your own consciousness. So if you're singing a song, I am peace, I receive peace, I am peace, I radiate peace, and letting that message really permeate your own everyday life, it really does have a ripple effect. And for children as well as for adults, these kinds of songs um, serve as a way not only for yoga, but to help make some of the activities of daily life a lot more joy-filled. Hmm. Yeah, it and, sounds and, very beautiful, actually, you know, when you think about it. I mean, there's a lot of beauty in all of that. Hmm. Well, you know, I'm glad you used that word beauty because um, when we think about taking opportunities to appreciate and enjoy the beauty of life, the beauty Mm -hmm. of the moment, these are so important because it's so easy for in this stress-filled world, as you've talked about earlier, Patricia, right? You mentioned about how many people are suffering from the stresses of our life, right? Mm -hmm. That when when a person can pause and appreciate the old saying of smelling the roses, stopping and smell the roses, has a lot of scientific validity where Mm -hmm. pausing pausing and taking in the good, the work of Rick Hansen, Catherine and I refer to often, which Mm is one of his primary points is how important it is for the mind, body, and spirit actively seek out 
appreciation, to find yes. moments to appreciate in daily yeah. life so that yeah. the nervous system can become more balanced out instead of just mm-hmm. constantly reacting to stress and to fear mm-hmm. and to worry. Yeah. And, and also this whole, this whole study of neuroscience, which Rick Hansen does talk about, mm-hmm. you know, where our thoughts, you know, we're creating new pathways when we think these wonderful thoughts and we can change the way our brain operates and we can it, do that ourselves. That's yeah. ex- exactly right. And not only that are we changing our thoughts, but when we bring our thoughts to our embodiment and our sense of our bodies, that's what really helps those neural pathways to develop and get stronger. So, for instance, um, if we uh, imagine uh, uh, something that was good in our lives, a moment of goodness, say um, a walk on the beach in the sunshine, if we not just think about that walk, oh, there was a walk on the beach in the sunshine, but if we really have come into an embodiment and start to remember the felt sense of the sand under our feet and the warmth of the sun on our skin and hearing the waves and the perhaps mm-hmm. there was a, an open expansiveness in the heart center and the way that our spines felt long and tall and maybe we even have a little smile on our face. We really, we savor the memory and the thought and the experience. And that savoring only needs to be about 30 seconds, 60 seconds, a short amount of time. But when we savor like that, according to Rick Hansen's work and many other neurobiologists, when we savor, it, it lays new pathways in the brain. Yes. And there's an expression, the neurons that fire together, wire together. So when we have this complete embodied experience, this embodied memory, then we can savor the goodness and rewire our brains and our whole bodies to orient toward what's good and positive in our lives. All right. We're going to take a break on that note. We are talking with Catherine and Christopher Garbone, husband and wife team. Their company is Arts and Celebration. You can log on to arts-in-celebration.com. And they do so much work in the area of expressive arts and therapy and Reiki and yoga and just wonderful, just wonderful work together. Um, we'll be right back with Christopher and Catherine right after the break right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Tune in to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show every week. 
for enlightening, provocative, real conversations, advice, and tips that you can use to improve your life. If you feel overwhelmed, confused, stressed, or lost in the cycle of life, this is the show for you. Dr. Gladney and her guests will help you repair, manage, and create an amazing life. No topic is off limits and is discussed with real solutions on our show. That's the Dr. Gladney Radio Show, live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the patricia raskin show and my guests for the whole hour are christopher and beautiful Catherine Carbone. I can say that because I know them both and they're both very beautiful people. They live in Newport, Rhode Island. Their website is artsincelebration.com and that's arts-in-celebration.com. And they they really are really a full service expressive arts from yoga, arts, uh, storytelling, yoga meditation, Reiki, dance, movement, all of that, and they also teach at Saburijin University, and they bring so much of this in, So, as well as lifelong learning. So welcome back, Catherine and Christopher. Let's talk about this sort of expressive arts is lifelong learning, who'd ever like to start, and how yes. we can incorporate that. Go ahead. You know, that phrase, lifelong learning, is it really speaks to my heart, because I want to keep learning all my life. Catherine and I have loved to do all the different trainings we've done in our life, but we love to lead trainings too. And we, we encourage people out there at whatever age they're at, whatever stage of their life, to, to continue that learning process. And we love encountering students. You mentioned that I, I teach, we both teach at Salva Regina University in our graduate, holistic graduate programs and continuing education programs where people come not just the typical graduate student in one, someone's mind, but people who really have a love for learning about themselves, mm-hmm. personal development, and how to make use of their passions in life. And we're living at a time where, where people can do this, right, where they can bring the passions that they have for life and be of service in the world. And so the trainings that we offer and that are offered now around the world in these fields give people an opportunity to bring their passions for creativity, for healing, 
for mindfulness and to really be of service where the world is in so much need right now. Um, and so the more people that can come and do these kinds of trainings to, to bring out their own gifts and make the world a better place along the way. So we've had people for all, throughout their lifespan come for our gra- the graduate trainings at Salve. We've had some folks that are right out of college in their 20s, and we've also had some folks who've already had one or two careers in their late 70s, early 80s who have yeah. gone into the program, and they have all enjoyed it, and we know that they're going to take their gifts uh, that they've learned and how to facilitate expressive arts for self-discovery and transformation, and they're taking it out into their communities whether it's in an in-school program, after school, in a healthcare setting, or maybe at their local library or their church group. And there's so many different places that folks have been using the expressive and creative arts to facilitate and support training, I mean, facilitate and support learning and growth through the arts. And, you know, I want to, something you both said, we only have about uh, three minutes left, so I do want to ask you this. When you talk about lifelong, because, you know, we get to a certain age and people think, oh, I'm too old, I'm too this. And and you're saying that's not true, this is lifelong, you can use these practices when you were a child, from cradle to grave. I hate to use that, but but you you know what I'm saying. Go ahead, give give us a comment on that. (laughs) That's exactly true. And um, with... Some of the elderly through the dementia patients and Alzheimer patients. We've had great uh, programs oh, some of our wonderful. students have developed for those populations using music and the arts, and it really brings those individuals, you know, back to life. You can see the light in their eyes come back, and that's that's just so um, uplifting for all of us to know that that's happening in the world. From our, from right. our students I'm, going out into the world, bringing, this, bringing their gifts of creative mm-hmm. expression with them. Yeah, and I love that you said that you can really help people with dementia and Alzheimer's, that you've seen a big difference there, too. Mm-hmm. We have two minutes, yep. so I'd like you both to give us your closing thoughts. What would you, what's your message for our listeners today, whoever wants to start? Okay. Well, first of all, Thank you, Patricia, for having us here. It's really, it's really a delight to share with you and with your audience. And my closing message is peace, love, and harmony. And this is created each day, each moment, each waking day. You know, it's a practice, and it's not always easy. And I know there are days when I don't necessarily feel it first thing, but by making it a practice to commit to every day, in yoga we call it a sankalpa, mm-hmm. which is, a sacred commitment to saying this practice is vital not only to my well-being but to my way of being in the world, to be my most authentic self. And so my encouragement mm-hmm. to all of the listeners out there is to find those practices, whether they're uh, an arts-based practice or yoga or some kind of mindfulness, something that brings their hearts joy and, okay. and, and be with that. All right, Catherine, we've got to and, 45 right, seconds. My, my closing ahead. message is to befriend your body and enjoy being in your body, moving your body, expressing through your body, and take that as a dance into your life. 
And we're just so delighted, Patricia, that you invited us onto your program, and we hope that your listeners will be able to benefit from from our messages today and to be friends with their bodies and move and enjoy their lives. Thank you both for being on the program. Stay on the line for a minute. Catherine and Christopher Carbone, Arts and Celebration, log on to arts-in-celebration.com. All right. Thanks again, Catherine and Christopher, uh, for being on the program. Folks, uh, stay tuned. Oh, you're welcome. Stay tuned for next week. We'll have an all-new program for you right here on voiceamerica.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thank you.